On today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to talk about how this last week has helped the Panthers get into the driver's seat when it comes to not only the Atlantic Division, but the Eastern Conference, not only on the games played last week, but their health coming into the last 37 games of the season. And we're also in the last segment, we're going to talk about the Winter Olympics going on in Beijing as the women's tournament is slowly coming to an end and the quarterfinals for the men's is just about to begin all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Tuesday, February 15th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the show, the national show, Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. So we have now the Florida Panthers have had two weeks almost. But by the time this recording drops, two weeks since they've last played their last game, they've had the all-star break, they've had the Olympic break, all that. And now we're just one day away from the Florida Panthers playing hockey again. And what looked to be really long on the schedule is like, man, this is going to be a long time for the Florida Panthers to play again. It's almost here. And honestly, I'm very excited to be talking about hockey again and talking about this Florida Panthers team with 37 games left in the season. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you something guys is that I have really enjoyed being a spectator this last week with the Florida Panthers being off and seeing kind of the other teams that I spoke about of the teams that I'm looking forward to watching as the Florida Panthers had this, two-week stretch of being off and not playing any games. What has resulted in the Florida Panthers going into this final 37 games? Well, the few teams that I started watching have helped the Florida Panthers. I'll tell you one one team. The Carolina Hurricanes, they're 1-2-1 and in their four games, right before playing the Florida Panthers on Wednesday night, losing to Toronto in overtime. Losing to Ottawa 4-3 to in a game that wasn't even close, that was 4 nothing, and they came back to make it 4-3, but the final score was not as close as it... it the game was not um, as close as the final score indicated. And then losing at Minnesota, which the Florida Panthers will be facing against Minnesota, and that is a completely different team right now than what we saw in Sunrise, Florida just a few months ago. Toronto mentioned that they defeated the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime, but they lost to the Calgary Flames 5-2, to two, lost to Vancouver 3-2, um, to two, and as of this recording, they're playing the Seattle Kraken out in Seattle, and they're actually playing as I'm recording this, so going to do a quick score update. Uh, with 6-10 left in the first period as of this recording, 
Maple Leafs are winning two to one at Seattle. By the time this drops, you'll know what the final score is, but that's what I know at this point in time of as of this recording. And that's really helped the Florida Panthers. Uh, definitely helped them in the Atlantic Division and the race for the top seed in the Eastern Conference. If the Florida Panthers were to meet the Carolina Hurricanes in the conference final, Tampa Bay has played two games and they lost one of them against the. Colorado Avalanche and I was and I got to watch the final five minutes of their game against Colorado and I think about that two Florida teams went into Colorado and really pushed the Colorado Avalanche uh, to their limit at home and weird to think that Colorado they had a big winning streak at home only for it to be snapped against the Arizona Coyotes and then you see these two Florida teams come into Colorado this season and really give the Colorado Avalanche a big challenge but but the Colorado Avalanche did come out victorious in both those games against Florida teams. And Washington, why am I talking about why am I talking about Washington? They're nowhere close to the top of the Metro Division. Is the points race continuing for uh, Jonathan Huberto, who's still ahead of points in, um, with Alexander Ovechkin? The Washington Capitals lose five to four against Columbus. They defeat Montreal. And then lose to Ottawa. And Ottawa's been playing some spoiler uh, against uh, some of the the top teams in the East. Uh, of course, the Ottawa Senators are not going to make the playoffs, but they are not a team to sleep on. I mean, ask the Florida Panthers what happened on December 14th against Ottawa, losing 8-2. to two. They're not going to sleep on Ottawa next time they see them. But Ottawa has been helping out the Florida Panthers as far as that. And Edmonton on the other side, the... The points race for for the NHL as well. And Leon Dreisaitl's, uh has an edge on Jonathan Huberto by one point. But the Edmonton Oilers are free-falling like it's nothing. They just fired their coach, Dave Tippett. The first time Ken Holland has fired a coach mid-season. And this was the time to pull the plug for, for the Edmonton Oilers. And they have been on a... They had two goals, one goal in two games. And their only goal was a power play goal against the Chicago Blackhawks and the Vegas Golden Knights, who they struggled mightily against. But another way that the Florida Panthers have had uh, their way into the driver's seat is whenever you go into the playoffs, you need two good goalies. And their backup goalie, Spencer Knight, after losing 5-1, to one, going 27-32 on December 18th, against the Bridgeport Islanders. Spencer Knight has won every decision since. Let let's let's go let's go over a little bit of it. Uh January 29th, 37 of 38 in a 6-1 win over the Syracuse Crunch. December um excuse me, February 4th, 24 of 26, a 5-2 win over the Rochester Americans. And then those same Bridgeport Islanders that scored 5 goals against Spencer Knight 25 of 25, a shutout for Spencer Knight. And after giving up five goals in his first game with the Charlotte Checkers, he has only allowed three cents in his last three starts. And looking quickly at his elite prospects profile, his time in the AHL, four games, 3-1-0, 9-34 save percentage, and a goals against average of two, right on the dot in four games and that's after giving up five in the first game repeat after me 
Spencer Knight will be fine. And I've been saying it. I haven't freaked out about Spencer Knight. And there's a good portion of the fan base that I've seen saying that 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 have given up on this guy already. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not forget what this guy did in games five and six. Well, not so much uh, six because the Florida Panthers, uh, they let four goals in. Uh, and they, Spencer Knight didn't have really any help on the other end. But game five, let's remember game five that sparked that that the Florida Panthers had with him in goal. And of course, in the playoffs, you don't want to have that revolving door of goalies because that's not a recipe for success. But this, in case the playoff woes of Sergei Bobrovsky come back because historically he's not great in the playoffs. If that happens, you still have that insurance policy and you need two goalies um, going into the playoffs. And the Florida Panthers, according to Tankathon, the second easiest schedule remaining in the NHL, which they faced the they faced the um the Montreal Canadiens three more times, the New Jersey Devils once, the Buffalo Sabres three times, the Philadelphia Flyers one more time. The Ottawa Senators, yes, they played spoilers and they destroyed the Panthers the first go round three more times. And the Chicago Blackhawks twice who they faced this Sunday. Toughest of games. One more time against Carolina. One more time against Minnesota, and that's going to come this week. And then it gets easier from there. One more time against Tampa Bay, which is not until April. Three more times against Toronto as their toughest games, which the first one won't come until March. And one more time against Pittsburgh, and then twice against Nashville. And one of them will be on the first home game back from their Olympic break. So... Everything's gonna look everything's looking in great position for the Florida Panthers to be in that driver's seat to take the number one uh spot in the Eastern Conference and then have home ice advantage throughout the playoffs. So it's looking good for the Florida Panthers. And we're going to continue in the second segment talking about the health aspect of it that's helping the Florida Panthers get into the driver's seat when it comes to the next 37 games so but first we're going to tell you all about primal origin oils got beard get primal you heard me right if you know some if you someone who you care about has a beard it needs to get primal maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with products primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oil makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best in beard products available. All the products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Make sure to use that promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily, presented by Lockdown NHL, a bonus podcast covering all the action from Beijing. You can find it on the Lockdown NHL podcast free feed. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So continuing this conversation on the health aspect of the Florida Panthers. Let's not forget, and we've talked about this before, what happened when they came out of the Christmas break? 
the power play was just on. Let's remember, I want you guys, if you haven't, to go back to my episode where I broke down the Panthers month by month. Andrew Burnett talked about it to the media, saying how it was really beneficial for their power play. December, let's not forget, December, their power play percentage was 29th in the league. January, it was 4th. So it was very, Andrew Burnett talked about how very efficient. And he says he's been watching Carolina, and he says that's one of those games that keep you up at night and that you got to really bring in your A game for. And the Florida Panthers have already defeated the Carolina Hurricanes twice this year with one matchup left against them. And the and Andrew Burnett is still thinking about this game and consistently keeping tabs on them. And the players coming back, Maxim Mammon, who had a little bit of a spot on the top line, he was an extra at practice uh, the other day. Patrick Hornquist coming back. Uh, the the fourth line kind of went a little quiet when Patrick Hornquist was uh, not there. And the players even talked about it. Uh, Lomberg talked about how Patrick Hornquist intends and it's contagious when he plays. And Andrew Burnett, right before that, say used the same word, contagious, when it comes to Patrick Hornquist. And he talked about how he notices when he's not in the lineup. He talked specifically about the game in Seattle, the road game against Seattle, when the the the, the play is getting a little stale and you need that guy gnawing at the players on the bench to get something going and that his energy continues to be contagious. The way Patrick Hornquist holds players accountable is something that even though we're not going to see Pittsburgh Penguins, Patrick Hornquist, that, that's just a reality. But a guy who's been there before, who's not afraid to be a loudmouth on the bench, which is not an issue. I, I have zero issue with uh, Patrick Hornquist doing that. And that, that, could kick in that extra gear for this team. And that is very beneficial. Nolachari, two games as a conditioning stint down in Charlotte. He's coming back. Manning that fourth line um, as well. Uh, right now, Itulu Sturainen has that spot, but we could see very well Nolachari going back into that spot or shifting into the wing as well and Lomberg getting out or... We've seen a little bit of Lusterinen as well on the wing as well. Not as much as not at a rate that Achari can play in, but we've seen a little bit here and there about how how Achari can be on the on the wing, just like Lusterinen. Just we might see Lusterinen more at center if that's the case. If they're both on the same line, Aaron Ekblad also talked about how. This is an opportunity for this team to be a little refreshed coming out of the all-star break. And the players, especially Ekblad and Uyghur in on, on the le- on the 11th, which was Friday, it was Friday. Um, they were asked about what happened in 2020 coming out of the all-star break about the differences between then and now looking back at it. And of course the teams are very different and the Florida Panthers, I'll never forget coming out of that 2020 All-Star All-Star break how the Florida Panthers just came out flat in that first game against Montreal, losing 4 nothing, and then losing four of their first six games coming out of the that All-Star break that they had to play so much of catch-up when it comes to that. They were they were lucky that 
with COVID and everything, they never had an opportunity to get into the qual to be part of the qualifiers where they eventually lost to New York. But I mean, without that qualifying round, they wouldn't have a chance to be in the playoffs and they got themselves behind the eight ball. This time the Florida Panthers are not chasing. And that's a great thing. That is a great feeling. So, and Mackenzie Weger was asked about standings and Mackenzie Weger talks about how they don't really look at standings. They they just go out and play their game. And the great thing is that these games in the last week have helped the Florida Panthers with, with being idle, not playing games, that they can just go out there and control their destiny. That is the great part about all of this. And that it if you just play hockey and you win games then the Florida Panthers don't really have to look at the standings. And me personally, if I see the Florida Panthers win more games now that they're ahead in points percentage on both on Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Toronto, chances are I I, I won't scoreboard watch as much as I have when the Panthers were behind. And it's uh, and, and a lot of you guys as well probably won't do that as well. And that the fact that, again, the driver's seat, that's where they're at. And, man, the, the Panthers' health, too. They've gotten some breaks. And sometimes luck is a part of winning. But you don't apologize for having some luck on your side when it comes to winning a championship, when it comes to your health when it comes to when breaks happen, to when players come back. It happened in the Christmas break, and it's happening all over again right now for this team at this point in time. And it's a final stretch that the Florida Panthers are looking to to definitely make a staple as they make a run towards the top spot in the East. Don't know if they're going to win the President's Trophy. Doesn't really matter. The last team to, to uh, win a Stanley Cup uh, to also win this president's trophy is the 2013 Blackhawks. So uh, do the Florida Panthers really want that? Mm. It'd be nice, but what matters is going on a playoff run. And th- this Panthers team is just in great position uh, continuing uh, as they continue on with their, with their season. And the Florida Panthers, three straight days of practice from the 11th all the way to the 13th. They're off on Monday, on Valentine's Day. But the fact that Andrew Burnett put this, this team to have a scrimmage as well, to have a little bit of game action speed, and that's what it comes down to, the speed that the Florida Panthers are trying to get back to after this break, is that scrimmage, I believe, is going to help them get back into it. And of course, three straight days of practice after a whole week off, you don't see, you you haven't seen this team practice for three straight days, really all season. And they had this opportunity to really get in that practice time and, and create better habits. That's what it really, what it comes down to. And it's so beneficial for them. And that scrimmage as well. Once again, game speed is going to really help with this Florida Panthers team as they're getting ready for one more day without hockey before facing off against the Carolina Hurricanes and a primetime matchup 7.30 on TNT, which 
I am personally extremely, extremely excited about that the whole nation is going to see the Florida Panthers. And it's going to be on the same night that Jack Eichel returns for the Vegas Golden Knights, making his Golden Knights debut on that same night. So we're going to see some great hockey with the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes and then the Vegas Golden Knights playing against the Colorado Avalanche and what's going to be Jack Eichel's debut for the Vegas Golden Knights. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about the Olympic tournament that's going on in Beijing as we are in the final few weeks of the tournament. But first, we want to tell you all about Bet Bet Online. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam and hockey for both pro and college. For all the best and latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen today. And once again, one more day until they're back. And I'm excited. I've been very upbeat on this episode of of the podcast just because it's I it's almost here. And it's like I can just taste it with this with this Panthers team being back. And I and I miss I miss I really miss seeing that watching this team play. And, but it's been, but again, it's been good being a spectator of the others and just seeing it all play out. But I've also haven't had much sleep, but for a good reason is because of the Olympic tournament going on in Beijing. And I, of course, waking up early this morning and seeing the USA defeat Finland by a high score of four to one. Uh, and they were challenged in this game along with their quarterfinal matchup against Czechia, uh, winning both games by a final score of four to one and Canada just can't the Canadian women's team just scores in bunches. They're scary. Good. They've scored 10 goals at least three times in this whole tournament. And the USA women's and USA women's will be facing off on Wednesday night, shortly a few hours after the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes game goes final, the USA women's team will be facing off against Canada on Wednesday night and at 11.10 p.m. And I'll be staying up for that regardless of whether I work the next morning or not. But that's going to it's a it's a final that I can't miss after the USA women's team defeated Canada in a shootout in the Pyeongchang Olympics in 2018. The the Canadian women's team gets another shot at the at the USA women's team after defeating them in the prelims. Um and that's going to be just exciting uh, hockey to watch. I'm I'm excited for it but really nervous at the same time as an American who cheers for the USA. And I'm sure my Canadian listeners are going to definitely uh have some bragging rights, of course, if they uh, if they find a way to win. The men's side uh, of things, the 
USA men's, their quarterfinal matchup starts on Tuesday at 11, 10 p.m. They don't know who their opponent is yet. And the qualifying playoffs for the Canadian team for Canada, they'll be facing off against China uh, Tuesday morning as well um, at 8, 10 a.m. Um, against China. They already faced off against China um, the day before. So, so the... USA men's and the Canadian men's uh, are working their way towards the quarterfinals. The men's team had a first round bye going into the quarterfinals, number one seed in all of the Olympic tournament. And it's amazing, even without uh, NHLers, that the USA is is, um, number one right now in the men's tournament. And... Not a lot of household names, of course, on the men's side. More household names on the women's side, of course, because of who's because the NHL not participating. But we are really starting to see some uh, star players come to light, like Maddie Berniers on the U.S. side, Owen Power on the Canadian side, and and Kent Johnson as well on on Team Canada as well. Um, so the and of course, uh, Team Canada also has veterans like Eric Stahl as well uh, on the on their team as well. So this is going to be interesting for both sides to see if they face off against one another again. And USA right now has the advantage based on where the last time they played, uh, defeating Canada by a final score of four two when they did uh, face just a few days ago. So I'm excited to. Uh, for the rest of this Olympic uh, Olympic tournament, one, just one game left in the women's tournament Wednesday night, uh, early Thursday morning, and this this quarterfinals, um, this qualifier playoff for Canada and the quarterfinal game for USA, as they will be uh, will be having a lot of hockey to talk about in the next two days on Tuesday with a whole bunch of games, and then Wednesday with the Olympic final and the Florida Panthers returning. Let's not forget that the most important thing you guys come on this podcast to listen to is about the Florida Panthers returning to action one day away from it. And I couldn't be more excited about it. And it's going to be a lot of hockey to to consume. And I'm all in for it. And I got to give a special shout out to Rachel Donner and Ann Kimmel and Erica Ayala uh, of the Locked On Podcast Network for what they've done with the Olympics uh, covering for Olympic Hockey Daily. I've listened to every single episode of the show and the way they've covered the Olympics is just better than any way I ever could. And credit to those ladies on what they're doing for Olympic Hockey Daily. And I couldn't recommend more of a place to listen to about the Olympics than locked on NHL feed. And of course about the whole landscape of the NHL. So the locked on NHL feed is coming out with two episodes a day related to the NHL side of things and the Olympics. So you want your hockey coverage? Our network definitely has it. So come, come on, come on down and, and take a listen to our talented local experts on this network. So one day away Panther fans. And on Wednesday morning, we're going to try to bring in Jared Ellis of locked on Carolina hurricanes to preview this primetime matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Carolina hurricanes. 
because we haven't gotten together at all this regular season. So we're due for a crossover for uh, this big primetime matchup for the Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes as they try to overtake the Panthers as the number one team in the Eastern Conference. But I will see you guys tomorrow on Lockdown Panthers. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't fire every single time. The Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. Lockdown Bets, hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to Lockdown Lockdown Bets on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.